The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Wimbet. Wimbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, Wimbet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the Winbet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast's Final Four Watch Party. This Saturday, sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan, Sean, and Colby over at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Plus, make sure to fill our listener survey for a chance to win a $100 SGPN gift card. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survey. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survey. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my other Twitter account as well. I am at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. That is the Twitter account where every month the pinned tweet is my PL. So you can see that I am transparent and tracked. And um, also what you'll see is I'm not one of these guys that do these five-star plays, 10-unit whales, 20-unit diamonds. It's all sensible stakes, and it's resulted in 118 months in a row of transparent and tracked profit. So let's move on with this edition of the EPL show. Before we start with the matches, let me just quickly run through the outright markets because at the moment, according to the books, Arsenal are now the clear front runners to win the Premier League this season. They have dropped below four to six minus 150, are now the eight to 13 favourites to win the EPL when Manchester City now out at six to four plus 150. Now, I find this very, very interesting because Arsenal are currently going through what I perceive to be the easier part of their running. They have much more difficult games to come, which includes the game away to Manchester City. Now, over the years, Manchester City have absolutely owned that fixture. They've already managed to win away at the Emirates early on this season. And if Manchester City win their game in hand and reduce this lead down to five points and they beat Arsenal, as I expect them to do at the Etihad, this becomes a two-point gap going in towards the end of the season, the final part of the running. And then you're relying on Arsenal's very young and inexperienced players and manager to see off a very experienced Manchester City team with only a two-point lead to protect. In addition to that, I feel that there's a very good chance that Manchester City could be knocked out of the Champions League. They've been handed the toughest possible draw. And despite the fact I didn't entirely agree with the change that they made, swapping Nagelsmann for Thomas Tuchel at Bayern Munich, 
Thomas Tuchel is a manager who knows how to beat Manchester City. That's why Manchester City didn't win the 2021 Champions League final because Thomas Tuchel came in, put together a tactical masterclass round after round. Chelsea got to the final and they beat Manchester City whilst also at the same time, Pep Guardiola clearly outthunk himself in that game and um, made tactical mistakes himself. Now, if we just see a normal version of Manchester City where Guardiola does what he does and sets up a team in a normal way that City players are used to, then I feel that increases Manchester City's chances. But if we see Pep Guardiola trying to live up to being this so-called tactical genius that he's supposed to be, then I feel Manchester City were, were, are going to be in trouble because I don't think Thomas Tuchel is going to do anything um, that mind-blowing and spectacular. I just feel that he's a good manager. Players play for him. And I feel there's a very good chance that Bayern Munich will knock Manchester City out of the, of the quarterfinals. And the reason that's relevant here is because one of the key things going in Arsenal's favour is the fact that Manchester City could possibly be distracted by being in so many competitions. If they're not in those competitions and with only having a relatively easy semi-final to play in the FA Cup against Sheffield United, then suddenly the EPL becomes the absolute prime focus for this um, for this Manchester City team. And that's not good news for Arsenal if this team are absolutely 100% dialed in and you get Erling Haaland playing in all of the final 11 games along with the, the other top players. Although I always say Manchester City don't really have a fixed 11 or a, or, a or a real first 11, but still it's better than Arsenal on paper. The squad is better. And I feel that Arsenal will find it very difficult to hold on to a two point lead. So that's really all I want to say about the outright markets. I do think there is a very good chance that uh, Manchester City could catch Arsenal for all the reasons that I just stated. So we're actually going to start the show with Manchester City. They take on Liverpool in the game of the week. Before we actually do that, let me take a quick time out to tell you guys about Winbet because Winlet, Winbet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Winbet is now live in a bunch of states and is active in Massachusetts as well. Also, be on the lookout for the Winbet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, during which the Winbet Win Hour will offer you marquee games of the week and you will have better odds on Winbet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And don't forget, March Madness is here. How can we forget it? Everybody I, I've heard, I've, I've spoken to has been absolutely tonked by the books, but there are so many ways to continue betting on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, for our DJs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a one thousand dollar free credit. There is so much to choose from. All you need to do is head over to winbet.com or download the Winbet app. Now the offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Obviously, twenty-one or older and present in a state where play through Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 4700 Let me also tell you guys about the SGPN Masters. If you're looking to hang out with Ryan and Sean at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world, you can now win a three-night stay at Circuit Las Vegas to hang out with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using the promo code SGP15. But of course, first of all, have a chance at entering the competition. And once again, to do that, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. 
And finally, let me tell you guys about the SGP Final Four Watch Party. The Final Four Watch Party is going virtual. Hang out with the guys on their YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways, and much, much more. Subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast and make sure you tune in on Saturday. So let's crack on with the show. As I said, we're going to start with the game of the week. It is Manchester City versus Liverpool. For years, these two teams have been the top two vying for the EPL title. That is not the case this season. Liverpool have only a faint chance of making it into the top four. Whilst Manchester City, they continue to challenge for the title, but they have not been as convincing in other seasons, despite the fact Erling Haaland has come in, been successful with chipping in with a load of goals. There's just something not quite right about Manchester City, but this is the time of the year where they hit their groove and they cannot afford to drop any more points between now and the end of the season, in my opinion, if they are to overtake Arsenal. They're the 46 minus 150 favourites to win this game, which is interesting because this line, the early look-ahead line for this was 1-2 to two minus 200. It's 16 to 5 here on the draw, and Liverpool here are the 4 to 1 underdogs. It's crazy because, as I said, this was a, a six pointer in other seasons, but it's somewhat of a free hit for Liverpool. I don't think Liverpool's fate this season is going to be determined by what they do in a Manchester City game. Obviously, it will be a major psychological boost for Liverpool, especially when you consider the fact they're. Um, their, their away form has been so poor this season. Their away form is exactly why they are where they are in the league this season. And when I look at that away form and I look at the fact that Manchester City cannot afford to drop any more points, I can't handicap this as a usual Manchester City-Liverpool game and think that these two teams are close, despite the fact that we saw Liverpool destroy Manchester United 7-0 at Anfield. We then also saw this team lose 1-0 against Bournemouth the following week. We also see this team lose two legs to Real Madrid. And I think Manchester City are better than Real Madrid. So ultimately, with all that said, I've landed on Manchester City just to win on the money line. City have lost one of their last 13 home league clashes with Liverpool, while Liverpool have lost seven of their 13 trips to Manchester City during that time. That includes losses to the rest of the top three. The away side have failed to score on six away uh, in six occasions away from home this season, including away to Bournemouth last time. And they meet a City side who have hit 13 goals across their last two matches. So this is a City team who are on fire. They haven't really been helped by the international break, but um, I feel if we see any version of the City team that we saw just before the international break, they will win this game. City have won each of their last five games to nil, while Liverpool failed to score in four of the last five trips in all competitions. They've also lost back-to-back -back trips uh, by one goal to nil, while City, as I mentioned, have been scoring goals and they've actually scored twice in 11 of their 13 home league games this season. And two goals again here against the Liverpool team who, who aren't defending well is probably going to be enough to win this game. So we start nice and simple. We take Manchester City on the money line here at the price of four to six minus 150 here in this one. Up next, we move across to those three o'clock kickoffs and we start with the game here between Arsenal and Leeds where Arsenal are the two to seven favourites to win the game. It's five to one here on the draw and it's 10 to one here on Leeds. 
as I said earlier on, this is the easier part of Arsenal's running. Now, the reason why it's really important for Manchester City to win this game is because, win their game, is because if they draw that game and Arsenal end up winning this, it then becomes a 10-point gap with a game in hand where Manchester City's game in hand reduces it down to seven and Manchester City beating Arsenal just reduces it down to four, which means Arsenal would need to make two more mistakes than Manchester City before now in the end of the season, making it increasingly difficult for City to win the title. So... Um, it's must win for Man City because I do think that Arsenal will win this game and I think they'll win it relatively convincingly. Leeds are involved in a relegation scrap, but after a positive result against Wolves, this becomes somewhat of a free hit. But I don't see this going any differently to the game where Arsenal cruised past Crystal Palace 4-1 in the last game before the international break. I think they'll come back here with a comfortable win by at least two goals against the Leeds team who are in risk of relegation this season. Arsenal minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line does provide some, provide some value at the price of even money plus 100. Arsenal won each of their last six games in the Premier League, prevailing in four of those matches by at least the two-goal margin that we need here. Leeds have lost nine of their 14 away league games in this season's Premier League, whilst this Arsenal team have seen their league games average 3.29 goals per game this season. So another way to tackle this game could be to take Arsenal and to tackle the over 2.5. But um, I'm happy to take the Asian handicap line here. So your lean's going to be Arsenal minus 1.5 at a price of even money plus 100. Up next, we go to the game between Bournemouth and Fulham, which is crucial for Bournemouth, um, especially if they want to survive this season. They're going to need to win games like this against the Fulham, Fulham team who have players suspended from that absolute meltdown that they had against Manchester United in the FA Cup. I don't think it's entirely fair that cut bookings carry over to the uh, Premier League and vice versa. I don't think it's fair that um, Premier League bookings carry over to the cup. I think they should be treated as individual competitions and I think Fulham will suffer for that here. But um, ultimately, that is probably why you see Bournemouth as a 6-4 to favourite. It's 9-4 to on the draw and it's 9-5 to here on Fulham. I think the cautious play here would be to take Bournemouth as a pick. So um, I'm going to take Bournemouth as a, as, a, as a pick here. This pushes if the game is a draw and you lose if Bournemouth lose. There is supporting data for Fulham to win the game. They do have a good Premier League record this season. They have won five times away from Craven Cottage in the league. And um, you would think if they had their full full choice of players to choose from, they should be able to come here and, and pose a threat and win this game. But this is a Bournemouth team who won against Liverpool in their last home game. Yes, they've lost 12 of their last 18 matches in the Premier League, while Fulham have collected 17 points in their 13 away games. But um, I do feel that without Alexander Mitrovic, I like Bournemouth to, at the very least, avoid a defeat here in this one. If they avoid a defeat, you end up with a push. But if they win it, you end up cashing this selection. So we'll take Bournemouth as a pick in a draw-no-bet market at the price of 10-13 to 13 here for this one. Up next, we move on to a game between two teams who have an outside chance of European football. Two teams who have massively overperformed this season and will be looking to take points off each other. I'm talking about Brighton and Brentford, where Brighton are the 4-6 favourites to win this game at home. It's 29-10 on the draw and it's 4-1 here on Brentford. 
When it comes to these two teams, I would lean on either one of them to win at home against the other. And in this instance, Brighton are the home team. So I'll take them to win this game here at home. Both teams have been flying at their home stadium. Brighton come into this one having won four of the last five matches at home without conceding a goal. I think they're a solid bet to win this against Brentford on Saturday. Brentford have picked up only three away league wins this season. And uh, Brighton, as I said, have won four of the last five games at the Amex. This could be a game that produces goals. Both teams have scored in four of Brentford's last six games, whilst Brighton's league games this season have averaged 3.8 goals per game. So I do see this being an attacking game. I do think these are two teams that are going to want to try and beat each other. I mean, it's really a free hit at this point in time. Nobody, um, nobody expects either one of these teams to be in Europe. And if they can achieve that, that is a monumental achievement. But in order to do that, they're going to have to go for it. I don't see any kind of conservatism here from these two teams. Therefore, I think goals is a good shout. But ultimately, I'm going to lean Brighton as my main selection. Brighton on the money line. If you shop around, you can find something about them for six minus 150. I have just seen a seven to 10. So if you can find that, I would definitely recommend a, a lean here on this one. Up next, we look at the relegation six-pointer between Crystal Palace and Leicester. Where Crystal Palace are the six to four favourites. It's 11 to five on the draw and it's two to one here on Leicester. Crystal Palace may get that new manager bounce here, but it's not an entirely new manager because Roy Hodgson is back at the helm. For me, this is a very underwhelming appointment. I thought Roy Hodgson was ready to retire and would be out of the game. But Crystal Palace have decided that he is their best chance to stay in the Premier League this season. Now, I'm not sure how much of a bounce this will have. I guess it will have a bounce if the players really love Roy Hodgson and are happy to see them. But without being in the Crystal Palace dressing room, I can't really tell you if that's the case. Ultimately, this guy did end up getting swapped over for Patrick Vieira because they wanted a better brand of football. And now they've decided to go back to playing the crappy football they played under Roy Hodgson in order to stay in the Premier League. And this is already a team who are struggling to score goals. Remember, they recently broke the record for going three games in a row without having a shot on target. So I'm not sure this is one of the instances where I can back a new manager bounce, whilst at the same time, it's very, very difficult for me to back Leicester. They have failed to win any of their last six matches in all competitions. I don't usually do this, but I think I may take a sprinkle on the draw. That's available here at plus 250. That kind of covers everything. That is somewhat, a bounce for, uh, somewhat of a bounce for Palace because they get a point on the board. Leicester make a recovery from some poor form. This is a relegation six-pointer, so it could be tight and cagey, especially when you look at the fact that Palace's league games have averaged only 2.14 goals this season. And also, Crystal Palace have already recorded nine draws this season in the Premier League. So getting another draw here at the price of 5-2 plus 250 does offer up some decent value, and that's what I'm going to go with here for this one. The final game from the three o'clock slate sees Nottingham Forest at home to Wolves. But Forest are the 2-1 home dogs. It's also 2-1 on the draw and Wolves are priced up here as the 6-4 favourites. Nottingham Forest have actually been good at home so far this season. So I'm surprised to see them as a significant underdog here. I am going to take a punt on Forest, but in the draw no bet market here, so Forest as a pick, they are available here at the price of 11 to 10 in this market. Forest have only lost two games at home to sides outside of the top five and recently saw their impressive home unbeaten run ended 
by Champions League chasing Newcastle and only in injury time via a contentious penalty. The hosts have won five times at the City Ground this season and the results at home do account for 77% of their total points. So they need to definitely improve away from home, but home form hasn't really been their issue. The away form of Wolves is also poor, which is surprising for me to see them as a favourite here. They've won just two of their last 18 league away trips and out of those 18 games, they've lost 11 of those games. So confusing pricing here. I will go against Wolves. I will go with a Forest team who, as I said, have got 77% of their points at home this season. And we'll take Nottingham Forest here as a pick at the price of 11 to 10 plus 110 here for this one. Before we move on to the late game and the um, one Sunday game we're going to cover, we're only covering one Sunday game because, of course, the Newcastle versus Manchester United game is covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. Let me tell you guys about underdog fantasy we're brought to you by underdog fantasy as underdog fantasy continues their march madness college pick'em it is a great way to get in on the action especially if your bracket is already busted and i assume with these college results all of your brackets are busted unless you are the luckiest sports better in the world Underdog has your favorite college basketball props and great NBA and NHL daily games. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com and your promo code SGPN. So we'll move on to the late game on Saturday. It is Chelsea at home to Aston Villa where Chelsea are the 4-6 favourites to win this game. It's 14-5 on the draw, and it's 17-4 here on Aston Villa. Chelsea have been on a decent-ish run here at the moment, have managed to um, get themselves through to the quarterfinal of the Champions League, where they will play Real Madrid, and they have improved in the league as well. But... There is good data here for Aston Villa to get a positive result away to Chelsea. I'm not running to the um, to, to to the counter to bet on Chelsea at a price of 46 minus 150. This Villa side are unbeaten in their last four Premier League games, winning three of those and conceding just once. Chelsea, meanwhile, have won 10 of the 27 games this season and have failed to beat any side above 12th at home in the Premier League this season. So seeing him here at 4-6 minus 150 is a pass for me. I'm not saying that Villa is a strong official play here for me either, taking Villa on the double chance market. But if forced to pick every game, which I am on this show, I'm going to take a punt on Aston Villa at plus money to avoid a defeat here in this one, as most teams have managed to do at Stamford Bridge this season. And we get that at the price of 6-5 plus 120 here in this one. Also expect this to be a low-scoring game. Chelsea have scored six fewer goals than Aston Villa this season, and they will be the team who I expect to dominate the ball possession, pressing for the win. Whilst Aston Villa try to play counter-attacking football, trying to um, trying to win the game on the break, and they'll fancy the chances of doing so. As I said, Chelsea have been not great at home this season; have won just one of the last three home games, despite facing Southampton, Leeds, and Everton, getting pegged back late against Everton only beating Leeds by a single goal and um, losing at home to Southampton in an inexplicably poor result. So uh, as despite the fact Chelsea have improved, especially by getting through in the Champions League, I'm not ready to back them yet at this short price and we'll take Villa to avoid a defeat in this one. 
The final game here is on Sunday. Before I cover it, let me let you know that the Man United game, once again, is covered on BetMUFC. And the Everton versus Tottenham game will be a part of a midweek special edition of the EPL show because we have Everton Tottenham Monday, Bournemouth Brighton Tuesday, Leeds Forest Tuesday, Leicester Villa Tuesday, Chelsea Liverpool Tuesday, Man United Brentford will be covered on BetMUFC. That's on Wednesday. And we have West Ham versus Newcastle as well. So we have a pretty substantial slate of EPL games, which is enough to warrant an EPL bonus show in midweek and that's going to kick off with Everton versus Tottenham so the final game here is West Ham at home to Southampton West Ham are the four to five favourites 13 to five on the draw and it's four to one here on the Saints I think the Saints race is run um, now obviously this is a team who made a miracle comeback to cost Antonio Conte's job or rather Antonio Conte cost himself his job with his crazy rant. He is now no longer the Tottenham manager. We'll talk more about that on the next edition of the EPL show when we break down the game against uh, the game between Everton and Tottenham on Monday. And we'll talk more about the Antonio Conte situation, who comes in, uh, where does that leave the top four? We'll even look at the top four futures market as well. We'll do a lot of stuff on the, on the next edition. But um, ultimately, that was Southampton showing that they possibly had signs of life. I have to decide whether that's more down, in my opinion, whether that's more down to Tottenham just collapsing and just being weak-minded and and just, you know, just switching off completely like Antonio Conte accused him of doing, or whether they do really have fight. For me, I feel that this team's race has, is run. They've had some very, very poor results. They had an initial manager bounce, but when you look at the team losing at home to someone like Brentford, who are by no means uh, great travellers in the EPL this season, I think their race is run. And I think West Ham are about to run their own race here and get themselves out of this situation. They stuck with David Moyes. He hasn't been sacked yet, despite the fact that he's only one point away from bottom of the table. The relegation race this season is probably more or equally as fascinating as the title race. We've got Crystal Palace in 12th spot on 27, Wolves 13th, 27, Leeds 14th, 26, Everton 15th place, 26, 16th place, Forest 26, less than 17th spot, 25 points, West Ham in the relegation zone, 24, Bournemouth in 19th place on 24, and Southampton on 23 points. Even they are not done yet. But West Ham have played two less games than Southampton. have only played 26 games. And I think David Moyes will manage to rally his troops and put a run together. But if they are going to survive, like I think they will, they need to win games like this, particularly against a team who I think are the worst team in the EPL. There's obviously no data to support a team like West Ham who are doing as poorly as they are. But you can look at what they're doing in European competition last season and this season and look at them and say, yes, they are a good team. And when their supporters are behind them, their ground, the London Stadium, is now more of a more of a home stadium than it was initially when they first moved there and supporters didn't want to be there. It has become a real home to West Ham. They've got some very good results there over the years. I was there a few years ago, uh, or sorry, last year for the game against Sevilla and uh, the crowd wheeled West Ham over the line. They're going to need that here again. They're not going to need the the getting the they're not going to, the players are not going to need the crowd getting on their back. And uh, I don't think that will be the case as long as West Ham don't fall behind. And uh, I'm going to take West Ham here on the money line to get the win. Nice and simple to finish off the show at the price of four to five minus one twenty five here for this one. Closing out with your lock on the show. It's either going to come from the last game 
or it's either going to come from the first game. And I've decided that I'm going to go with the first game. I do like West Ham going up against Southampton, fading the worst team in the EPL at the same time. But I think I'm going to instead play the best team in the EPL at the moment, the most informed team, a City team who have been in this position over and over and over again and know how to win. I'm also going to fade a Liverpool team who have been unbelievably poor away from home so far this season. Their away form is why they are where they are. Yes, they could suddenly just have a, a huge bounce and just get up for this game. And you could look at the game away to Bournemouth and say, wow, this team were really, really complacent on that day. They they overlooked Bournemouth. They overlooked numerous teams. And um, perhaps they're, they're cheating their manager and their supporters here by, by no-showing these games. I don't think that's the case. I think there's a deeper problem here with Liverpool. They're defensively fragile. They're conceding silly goals. They're not travelling well. There's something obviously wrong with the, with the preparation and the mental side of things and I just don't think that they're a match for Manchester City this season I understand historically this has been a clash between the top two but for me at the moment only one team wins this game as I mentioned earlier City have lost one of their last 13 home clashes with Liverpool whilst the Reds have lost seven of their 13 um, league trips this season that includes losses to the rest of the top three the away side have also failed to score on six occasions in the league this season. And the Meter City team who come into this in red hot form, scoring 13 goals in their last two matches. The visitors have also lost back-to-back -back trips 1-0, while City have scored twice, at least twice, in 11 of their last 13 home league games this season. And I honestly feel the way Liverpool are playing away from home. Two goals will be enough to win this game. So I'm not going to stand past Manchester City. I think they're fully, they're fully engaged here. They're fully switched on to try and make a run for the league title. They're trying to catch Arsenal still. Uh, when you look at the Erling Haaland situation, for example, not playing for his country and he's probably desperate to play for, he's probably desperate to play for his country in a World Cup, but he did not turn up for international duty this week. He decided that he was um, he was injured and he needed to get right. But um, the funny thing is he'll 100% play in this game a week later. A perfect case of putting club before country and that makes sense when your club is Manchester City and you're going for the FA Cup and you're going for the Premier League and you're going for the Champions League it does make sense to make the decision that Erling Haaland Erling Haaland did um, but try telling that to Gareth Southgate the England manager who threw Marcus Rashford under the bus for doing exactly the same thing so my lock here on the show once again is going to simply be Manchester City on the money line. And we take that at the price of four to six minus 150. That's it for me. And this edition of the EPL show live in the Sports Gambling Podcast studio in Los Angeles. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.